With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Larry, from a defensive standpoint, it seems like you guys are very cohesive. You guys had a plan. You guys executed from that end of the floor. Just how pleased are you telling Well, I think it's uh, we, we had a good week uh, practice. I thought we had a good game plan for both of the Bay Area schools. And I, I think we've made some good strides in our pick and roll coverage. Our bigs did a really, really good job. Uh, I thought our guards were solid too, but both game both games were uh, high volume pick and roll teams. Stanford and Cal, and a lot of production, about fifty percent of their production from this Cal team. And I was really pleased. We had very few breakdowns and and uh, twenty one deflections again in the game with some active hands and defensively to hold them what a thirty two percent from the field. So. It's what we focused on this week, a lot of shell drill, a lot of pick-and-roll defense, and, and uh, it was nice that it carried over. I thought we made strides as a team defensively. Only nine turnovers tonight compared to what you had. I can't even remember what it was. Thursday. Twice that. Twice that Thursday. I mean, was there something that you guys talked about specifically, or was it just the nature of the opponent today? Well, a little bit of both. I think Cal's last uh, in the Pac-12 of generating turnovers. Uh, and we had, I know we had three of them trying to throw lob passes to Brandon on pick and roll with, uh, with Ian Riley or Rylan. Um, we took care of the ball for the most part, but it's not a, you know, a high level in passing lanes as maybe some of the teams were before, but it was important for us to try to get some good shots. I thought our goal was to have less than 10 and we had nine and the goal was to have 15 assists and we were close to that one. Um, but uh, it's good. I mean, those th- when we talk about these streaks and how you win games and lose games, that's a big part of it. O- offensively, our efficiency is just over a point every time we have the ball. And you can do the math on it. If you're turning it over 18 times like the other night, that puts a lot of heat on you. And, you know, we get a shot on the, on the rim. Um, if you do the math, it's, it's one point. So any, it's, it's super important for us in one facet of the game to not have those turnovers. Brenchley and Plummer both had key plays in, in moments during the game. How pleased are you with them given Booth's absence? Yeah, I, I, I think they both stepped up. Uh, you know, Alfonso played about 14 minutes in the first half, some extended minutes. Uh, you know, those guys have gained confidence. What we need to do now, I think you see, you know, there's a lot of guys that feel pretty good when we're at home. We've got to keep that confident mentality and, and, uh, scoring punch, but they're both two of our better shooters, both those guys, Jackson and, and Fonz. And it's going to be key for us moving forward. We've got to, our offense needs to improve. We've kind of grinded, you know, a little bit here recently uh, from the offensive end. And thank goodness the defense has kept us in some ball games. But the more firepower we can get out there, uh, and particularly with the three-point shot, you know, I think you need, we need to have more threats from the three-point uh, line. And um, so we'll try to keep that going, keep those guys confident. Coach, Tibby uh, has kind of struggled from the field for a while. This was his best game in shooting for a long time. But was there something, was he pressing? Was there something different tonight? And how did you work with him to keep his spirits up during that time? 
Well, I mean, I th- I think some of it's uh, self-inflicted, you know, uh, putting a lot of heat on on trying to score. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of numbers internally that we've run on it that he's going to garner double team. Uh, a lot of size at the rim. It's not easy around the rim. And I think you've seen some glimpses where he gets under control. He draws those people. And I, I was watching a game the other night at an NBA game, uh, listening to some college, com- no, it was a college game commentator say, if, if you have, uh, the ability to draw multiple people as a player, then, uh, along with that, you have the responsibility of making sure you move the ball. And I think there's, it's still a work in progress for us, but he's a guy that can generate double teams. Uh, and you've seen some, you know, there was the other night, uh, wherever the heck we were, was at USC where he had eight assists, probably could have had 12 assists. And when he gets in that mindset to find that blend, I think is the big thing. But uh, the type of shots I think are as important, you know, when you look at some of those field goal percentage when you're trying to, uh, four shots over big bodies. It's a low percentage shot. And some of those numbers prove that. And we've got to continue to work on it. But, uh, it's a fine line too, because he's, he's super capable of getting to some buckets as you witnessed. Yeah. Coach, you know, you kind of fell back, uh, in the standings, you know, over the week, last week when you've lost those road games. Now you've back up on kind of in the middle of the standings again. Just talk about your overall standing now and how you feel about how your team is at this point of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for us, it's if you do the math on it, it's when we're at home, we take a couple steps forward, and when we're on the road, we take a couple steps backwards. And uh, obviously, if we're uh, going to get ourselves in the fray and in the mix of things, I addressed it after our Stanford game. We've got to got to be able to win some games on the road and be a little bit more dialed in uh, with that. But it's a little bit of an ebb and flow. You know, you you need to protect here. And we've done that, done a good job with the exception of the Oregon game. And that's kind of the situation with the league overall, you know, on any given weekend. And early on, you could be, I think it happened fourth week, third week in the season where we were near the bottom. And then all of a sudden we were sixth with two home wins when we beat the Washington school. So not a great sample size when you're talking about these shifts and balances, but we've got to, certainly we've got to do a much better job in order to, to become re- relevant, uh, for the PAC, PAC 12 tournament seating. And, uh, I think the big thing, Mike, is for us to just focus on trying to get better, get better and play good basketball at the right time of the year and keep addressing some of our shortcomings and keep playing to our strengths. And the, uh, the uh, standings always just kind of, you know, how that goes. And I've talked about it a lot. You, you don't get too caught up in it, but you're seeking, uh, a buy. And, uh, trying to finish in the top four, which gives you a little bit better uh, of an opportunity in that tournament. Although I've preached that for the last three or four years, three years, and we haven't won a first game, uh, in the tournament. So there's a lot of different ways to, to handle it. I think the key for us is to kind of stay more short term minded and just continue to get better. You guys are 70, sometimes eight. Um, as games start to pile up here, as the season goes along, are you at all concerned, um, with guys maybe burning out with such a short bench on some nights? <clears throat> no, because I, if you look across college basketball and I look at a bunch of box scores, uh, you know, I would, I would venture to say half of the teams in America in college right now are probably have the same, uh, numbers that we do in terms of bench. And it's not unusual to have seven, eight, nine guys, uh, that you look at, you know, certainly, uh, it, you know, 
be nicer to get more guys involved. Hopefully we can get Booth back in the fray. We'll see how next week goes with his, uh, with his treatments and his follow up with all the, the doctors and, and so forth. And, um, no, I think it's not an NBA schedule really. Josh, you know, when you, when you're grinding in an every other day kind of deal, I think it could kind of take its toll, but you know, we're, we're playing in college. It's two games a week. Uh, this coming week, we've got the extra day in between the following week. I think we have the day in between. So it's not a back to back thing. And I really think, um, you know, and even when you get, if you, you make the analogy with the NBA playoffs, I think there's less, uh, I think benches depth helps you during the regular season, but as you get kind of at crunch time, it's probably more important the eight eight guys you're playing, nine guys you're playing. So, Coach, I believe they said it's your anniversary today. It is. So, happy anniversary with yes. Uh, but Thank you. Twenty three big ones. Wow. I, I think eight thousand three hundred and ninety five days. There's yeah. going to be a lot yeah. of roses. I told my wife that that's why she has a headache from time to time. Uh, but with tonight, with with Dr. Chris Hill and, and all that uh, celebration and, and the jersey, yeah, uh, kind of your thoughts around that and how special it was uh, tonight for you. Well, I mean, uh, you know, there's certain people. Uh, first and foremost, I, I wouldn't be sitting here uh, if that gentleman didn't believe in me and give me an opportunity nine nine plus years ago. Um, you know, and, and through our entire working relationship, we never once raised our voices at each other. I think that's a little unusual, uh, with a lot of coaches. And I know in this industry, talking to coaches and, and knowing athletic directors that, uh, it's turbulent. And, uh, and, you know, just a lot of respect. I just got a ton of respect for him as a, as a leader. Um, and I missed a lot of what he accomplished, you know, just from start to finish, but I do know that he was, Super instrumental in, in, in helping this university become a member of the Pac-12. Uh, I know he's, uh, a humble, you know, we talk a lot about servant leadership, you know, where you, you, uh, it's not that you think, uh, less of yourself, but you think of yourself less. And, uh, and he does that. And, you know, he's been a great team builder all the way through, um, and done it in a great manner. So I, it was awesome. You know, I think him, him being in this uh, arena with that banner, and and uh, you know it'll be it, it's a forever kind of deal in the John M. Huntsman Center. So it's a special night for him and his family, and and I've just got an awful lot of respect for him, and we're going to remain friends forever. And it's uh, you know I've I've talked about it with basketball wins and losses and all the ups and downs and the stress, but um, what what's really important is the relationships with a lot of the people. And I would venture to guess that, uh, head coaches and athletic directors don't always have a great relationship. That's, that's the reality in our industry. That's it, kind of set up by nature. So to have an opportunity to be coaching staff and teammates and players that are on your team. And, uh, you know, for eight years, that was my boss. I think it's pretty cool when, uh, when you know that you can call yourself friends when it's all said and done. Larry, you mentioned, uh, booth and, and treatment and doctors are you at all hopeful that uh thursday at oregon state might happen for him i'm very hopeful yeah but i have no clue it's the miss we're back on our injuries aren't we josh yes sir we are <laughs> my gosh no i uh i don't know i'm hope i'm hopeful i'll be able to go thursday because i'm kind of getting a headache 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Any other questions for Coach? Come on, give me another one. Let's not leave on that. <laughs> Is Booth going to play this week? <laughs> I was trying to massage it for you. I don't know. I, I wish I did know. But uh, your question was framed in the way, am I hopeful? Heck yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hopeful. I am. Knock on wood. <laughs>